Well, for a long, long time, the PGA was basically the only tour, if you were an American male golfer, for sure, and there's a European version of it as well. And then the LIV came along, put together by a Saudi Arabian group, and golfers started jumping ship and pledging allegiance to the LIV, which was paying out paydays between 100 and $200 million to get people to jump. There was a lot of bad blood between the PGA golfers who stayed and the mm-hmm. LIV golfers who left. And there's a lot of like, don't let them play in the Masters, don't let them do this or that. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, after hurling insults at one another, suddenly they announced that they're going to merge. Alan Shipnick is with us, Fire Pit Collective, former Sports Illustrated and Golf Digest writer. Alan, what happened here that got these uh, previous Hatfield McCoys suddenly to the altar? Well, as with most things, you just have to follow the money. I mean, to to combat the threat of, of Live Golf, the PGA Tour uh, made a bunch of promises, essentially wrote checks they weren't going to be able to cash. They were, they were burning up their reserves. They were trying to squeeze their corporate sponsors for more and more money, and the sponsors were pushing back, saying, we're, not, we're already not getting an ROI on putting $10 million in the terms. We don't want to put 20 or 25. And what, what kind of promises it, did they make? Just as far as the purses, you know, they, the typical, the average purse on tour was eight or $9 million. And suddenly the, the tour started playing these $20 million events to keep the PGA tour guys from, from leaving. You know, they, they had to, they had to fight money with money, but they did not have an endless supply. Like, um, like the backers of live golf. And, they were just it was a it was just unsustainable financially what hmm. the tour had promised its players so uh compounded by both entities pursuing each other and the, the tour had already racked up 50 million dollars in legal bills in one year it was again the public investment fund saudi arabia can can pay that the pj tour cannot they just don't have that kind of money i mean it's a non-profit it's a pass-through organization and uh so they're kind of fighting a war on two fronts and they were losing both of them and they realized you know, we, we can't compete dollar for dollar. So why don't we just co-opt them, take their money, funnel it to our players, and 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 kind of end this this battle in the short term? So it it, it makes great business sense. Uh, the the problem is that the tour and its leadership turned this into a moral argument that you know the Saudi money is wrong and that it, it's dirty money, and now they're taking it. If if they'd kept it just on the the level of business, this would be more palatable because because they, they moralized it, because they, they wagged their finger. Right. And now they're right. taking the money. They look, they look, that's where a lot of the Well, they basically is. all but said, you're getting in bed with terrorists. And if you guys yeah. want to uh, go play golf for a bunch of terrorists who are going to give you money, well, you go right ahead. But we're the all-American way, and we're the decent and moral thing, and we're going to stay here. And a lot of golfers on the PGA Tour kind of took that stance too and, and defended the PGA uh, loudly, some of them, and and then all of a sudden they feel like they were sideswiped because they didn't see this coming. A lot of these uh, a lot of these guys what, was it Jordan Spieth was one of them or uh, or um, was it the, yeah Rory mm-hmm. McIlroy said that he found out like five minutes before they made the announcement he had been he had thrown himself on the line there say you know the, the, those guys don't deserve to be playing with us and all the rest and all of a sudden Jay Monahan who was the commissioner of the PGA and made this deal ultimately or signed off on announced like, okay, we're going to partner with LIV. And he had to admit, I know some people are going to think I'm sounding like a hypocrite. And you could hear like because a chorus around the world saying, yeah, mm-hmm. you are. Exactly. It was, it was the combination of the, the secrecy 
and the lack of transparency. And I mean, on one level, Jay Monahan's job is to get his players paid, and he's now done that in a very effective manner. It, the PGA, the underpinnings of the PGA Tour were were falling apart, and now they have access to the biggest checkbook in sports. So. Well, but how, all right. So tell me how that's going to work because the the live tour, the LIV tour, before they had a handful of tournaments around the world. None of which, by the way, I think anybody watched uh, from a ratings point of view relative to you know like a Masters or a PGA or something like that. But they have all this money because the Saudis spend money, you know, like drunken sailors, and, and they don't care. Uh, now the PGA is married to them. What does that mean? Does the is, are the Saudis going to be underwriting purses? Are the events that used to be on the LIV tour going to become permanent PGA stops? What's a PGA mm. event? What's a LIV event? How does this come together? Flex, and it's still being figured out, and no one has all the answers right now. Um, but w- what's important to understand is Live Golf and the PGA Tour did not merge. This is a new business entity that's being created as a partnership between the PGA Tour and the Public Investment Fund, which, of course, it puts all the money into Live. But as of now and into 2024, Live Golf is going to remain basically independent and separate. And those tournaments will go on. The tour is going to keep going. It'll look very much like it does now. But there's this promise that, that the Public Investment Fund will underwrite the purses. And the European tour, which has always been kind of the little brother in, in all of these things, it's it's getting incorporated into this new entity with the tour and the, the public investment fund. So they will they will have a slightly more global schedule and and that partnership. Will all right, make but I don't sense. I don't understand something. For example, the Live Tour, uh, in the past or before they announced this, you could see like Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, some of these other guys, but you couldn't see McElroy or Spieth or these other guys. Now, are you saying for the next year that's still going to go on, that there's going to be live events which have only live golfers uh, and PGA events which, which have PGA golfers? It's going to be largely that way, but they're going to try and find ways to reintegrate all the players into the events. Um, but as you, as you noted, there's so much bitterness. The guys who stayed on the PGA Tour turned down the easy money. Um, they don't want the live players just to come back without any serious penalties. Right. I mean, they want retribution. They want vengeance. Like, you know, Ricky Fowler turned down $75 million. Hideki Matsuyama turned down over $250 million to stay loyal to the tour. And so if you let the live guys straight back on the PGA tour, then there was, there was no repercussions for right. And, and, they, they, and they missed but, out but, on but, hundreds of millions of dollars. But Alan, there's been some, there's been some uh, discussion that the public investment fund was going to make right with the PGA Tour loyalists. In other words, yes. they will compensate yeah, them for their loss. Yeah, that that's going to be that's going to have to be sorted out. And the the golf has always it's been antiquated in the last X number, you know, probably the Tiger era where we still had this old-fashioned model where you had to shoot a certain score, you had to make the cut to get paid. If you didn't make the cut, you didn't get paid. There were no appearance fees allowed on the PGA Tour. Like all that's getting blown up now, and it's entirely likely the public investment fund, as a way to make the tour players whole, will just put them on some sort of salary or stipend. Say okay, and it'll be it'll be a sliding scale based on uh, the world ranking and career money list. We'll say okay, Rory, 
we'll give you $25 million a year as your salary. You still get to go out and play for the purses, but that's a way to make Rory whole for staying loyal. They're also okay. going to—they're going to—they're going to give what the players mess. equity. Oh, yeah, they're going to the, give the players equity in this new corporation. That could be worth a lot of money too. Um, so, yeah, the guys who loyal to the sport will get paid coming or going. There's no question about that. The exact mechanisms have not yet been figured out, but the really fundamental questions here are. Will live golf continue beyond 2024? And how will players flow back and forth? If it does, how will they flow back and forth between the different tours? I mean, it would act, it could, the live events could actually be cool if you had a few co-sanctioned where you take the six strongest live teams and you, you take six teams of, of tour players and um, it would be like a little mini ride. Like Cup the NFL AFL in the old days. Yeah, that could be fun. And I think another way you could do this to punish the guys who went who went to live, but you, if you're a, if you're a PGA Tour event and you're a, a sponsor, you don't care about this politics. You want Brooks Kepka in your field. He's the most dominant right. player in golf. You want Dustin Johnson, fan favorite. You want Cam Smith, one of the two or three best players in the world. You probably want Phil Mickelson, who's polarizing, but people like to watch him play golf. So the sponsors are going to want these guys back. So what what the tour could do is say, okay, fine. You can take sponsors' exemptions if you're a live guy. You can come play our events. You'll help the ratings. You'll help the energy. But you're not a full tour member, and therefore you can't play in the FedEx Cup. So that's the big money event at the end of the year. You're not you're not eligible for the retirement plan, which is highly lucrative. And that you can't get shares in this new company that's being created. And you can't get a salary or a stipend or whatever they're going to call it to, to buy the happiness of the tour guys. And that's kind of a middle ground where you can start to reintegrate all the players into some events that matter. You keep the sponsors well, happy, you, but there's, you, still a, you, there's still a penalty for the guys who left. You still laid, a quagmire. You, yeah, you laid it out in, in a much more organized fashion than I can ever imagine it being because every individual guy is going to complain, well, wait a minute, I only took $100 million from them and now I'm being denied this, this, that. Or the other guy says, well, you're going to give me $25 million, but I could have made $250 million. It, it, it has mess written all over it. It was a mess to begin with, and it's a mess now. Alan Shipnick, thank you for coming on with us and, uh, and illuminating the mess. It's always good <laughs> to get messes illuminated. Yeah, well, and I will say, I mean, I'm writing a book about this whole thing, and it's that's why I, I know it on such a granular level because I've been I've been following it for a year plus. Well, all I can say is it's going to be a big book. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be small. I mean, there's yes, and there's all these 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 themes that are Shakespearean of greed and vengeance and betrayal, and and then you've got the political dimensions of of you know the, the Saudi money, and you have Trump involved, and. There's a lot going on, and yeah. you know, now they're going to have these hearings in the Senate. Well, let us like, know when the book just, comes out, and we'll have you back on. All over the place. It. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Mm -hmm. It's 760 WJR.